Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And today, Meg, uh, wow, puberty. I think my voice just cracked. Finally, uh, you're becoming a man. So that is actually apropos of the uh, the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is be nice to yourself. How does... Your voice cracking leads to being nice to well, yourself. Well, my voice cracked and then I went puberty, which is, you know, which is something somebody would say to maybe, you know, tease you or make fun of you, but I did it to myself. See what I did ah, there? Ah, you're talking about negative self-talk. I am talking about negative self-talk and also um, just letting yourself off the hook, forgiving yourself. Uh, not holding yourself, uh, you know, not feeling shame or guilt about some things. Not not um, all things. No shame, but. Is there a dictionary definition? Because I don't understand the words <laughs> coming out of your mouth. Like this whole letting go and not feeling guilt for everything. Like, I just don't. It's not computing. Megan.exe stopped working. I'm just, I'm laughing inside because that's kind of a, a, a geek joke and I get it on multiple levels. Um, I get it on only one and that's the level of memes. <laughs> the, the meme levels? The meme levels. Okay, that I makes mean, sense. I know it's a computer thing. It is definitely a computer thing. So but that's as far as I know. We won't go into it because this is not computer talk, but... Um, maybe another episode. Maybe another episode, absolutely. So the reason I think this is important is... Um, Due to some recent events, which we will talk about in future podcasts, um, I've been going through uh, a lot of therapy and therapy seeking. It's for everyone. It is for everyone. I think, uh, you know, hot take here or maybe uh, unpopular opinion, but I think everybody should go to therapy at least once in their life. Uh, it's, it does a body good. It, I feel like people should go when they need to go. I mean... I plan on going to couples therapy with my boyfriend. Well, I'm not saying that, you know, you, you you turn some magical age and it's off to therapy you go. I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, I think that there's still... Oh, you have the ability to cognitively understand the world around you. Therapy! <laughs> there you go. Here you go. Enjoy <laughs> therapy. No, I'm just saying that I think there's a stigma around therapy. Oh, that um, definitely is. And, you know, people... That, that stigma, I should say people, because that's way too broad and too general and uh, kind of a straw man argument. But uh, I'm saying that there shouldn't be a stigma. Therapy is there for a reason. And if you need help, you should seek that out from a professional. Contrary wise, what if going to therapy is you admitting weakness and that you are too broken to fix yourself by yourself? Wow. Where did that come from? Years of deep seated trauma. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, I had a stigma when I first started going to therapy. It yeah. was literally that. It's that therapy is for me personally. Right. 
Because everyone has that, oh, it's okay if everyone else does it, but for me, it means this. Right. And it was the fact that going to therapy meant I was too broken to be able to handle myself, and I was so weak that I needed intervention. And, and there's, there, I think, encapsulate the stigma, right? Yeah. That's that's what people perceive therapy as, as, as weakness, right? Admitting that you're too broken to repair yourself. And there is a kernel of truth there in that we are not equipped as human beings when we come out of the womb and into this world. And Thank you for that, you know, update on how birth happens. You're welcome. And we go through, uh, you know, public education. Oh, gotta love it. Nowhere in there do they teach you how to be nice to yourself, how to um, how to do self-talk, healthy self self-talk, right? Where it's usually um, the self-talk that we have, that the the running narrative is all the things that we do wrong. Yes. And how we're not good enough. Constantly. Yes. Uh, but they don't really, you know, there's not a, a, a course out there either in education and, and parents are ill-equipped to do this. Some parents are ill-equipped to do this. Most parents are ill-equipped to do this. Uh, to be able to teach their children how to how to perform healthy self-talk. Yeah. I know my parents were ill-equipped. You guys were... I don't want to say ill-equipped because you weren't. Because you and mom kept not... Not physically beating into me, metaphorically <laughs> beating it into me that I am worth everything, that I am a wonderful person, blah, 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 blah. But I love the blah, 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 blah. That means you've either forgotten what we've taught you or it doesn't matter. Ooh, mm, ah, uh, deflection. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, look over there. It's oh, look over there. It's a cat. <laughs> um, yeah, for some people, and for some people, it's easy. For some people, it's easy to look in the mirror and be like, that person's awesome. Right. And be able to list three things about themselves that they love. Right. But with other people, <laughs> hick off me, <laughs> I will not hide my mental health issues. I still struggle with that and i've been going to therapy for oh gosh i don't even know how long maybe a combined total of 12 years because yeah. i know i went to child therapy as a child yep i went to therapy again when i was a preteen into my teenage years and then i started going to therapy again around age 18 19 yeah, and therapy can be great, but it's it's really hard to treat yourself nicely when the root of everything is the fact that you just don't like yourself. Right. No, I get that. And that's... And that's also something that's not really taught. No one sits you down and explains, hey, some days it's going to be really hard. Right. And people may not like you, but the most important thing is that you like yourself. Right. Because, well, we're yeah. we're... We're conditioned, um, I think, through multiple sources, through the media, through peer groups, through society, society that our value, it, 
a lot or large part of our, our value is externally sourced. Oh yeah. Like if people don't like you, you're worth sh- uh, shy up. We're gonna keep this friendly. <laughs> keep it family friendly. Try I'm not to have that best. explicit tag. Um, now that's 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 the that's kind of the the background noise. That's the ambient noise. So if that's the only voice or noise that you're listening to, that's what you learn. Now but parents yeah. and other caregivers or other influencers. Wow, that word has taken on a brand new meaning in these days. But anybody that, that has influence over you, if they step in and, and you know help you see that your value is is in you know internal, intrinsic, endothermic, and not exothermic, right? Stop using big words. I, I don't know. understand. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. That, that was a twenty-five. I'm the only word. one that can use big words. <laughs> Are you? What's your yeah. What's your biggest word, Meg? Uh-huh. She's thinking. That's a nonsense word. It means nothing. I have a favorite word. What what's your favorite word? Haberdashery. Haberdashery. It's fun to say. It is fun to say. And it's about hats. So Exactly. It's about For those hat, of you that don't know about haberdashery, and, it's a men's accessory shop. Uh, yeah. Hats I learned that. Triangle. From Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> That's where most of my intellect comes from. The great teacher Nickelodeon. The great teacher. Yeah. Aristotle, Plato. Uh, Who? I Carly. Yes. <laughs> Nickelodeon. So, um, you know, if you're if you're brought up again, mo- like most people, um, your internal dialogue reflects the external dialogue. Right. Or yeah. supports it or confirms it in some cases that I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not handsome enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. Um, and so from an early age, again, we begin being our own worst enemy. And I know I know I definitely was right. I mean, I, I grew up being very self-critical um, and, you know, so kind of are. Still kind of well, and that's the thing. And as I as I started to unpack this, I realized that our society we we, we were we're believe, we're believing a, a a big lie here, and that big lie is um, that if you're if you go to somebody and say nobody is going to be harder on me than me, that's that's a positive, right? People go. Wow, that means he's really, you know, he's really self-motivated and, and, and you know, especially in a workplace, if mm-hmm. I say that or if I have somebody say that to me in an interview, yeah, like I, there's nobody that's going to be harder on me than me. I'm thinking to myself as their potential leader, like, oh, awesome. That actually means that they're going to be self-regulating and I'm not going to have to get after them. And, you know, it makes my job easier. So yay for you being hard on yourself. <laughs> It's a double standard. It is a double standard. And so we see that as a strength and a feature when in reality, that's a bug. It's so detrimental. Right. I mean, instead of saying, you know, there's nobody that's going to be a worse, that's going to be, you know, a harder critic on me than myself. I would much rather have somebody say, you know what? There's not going to be anybody in this world that's going to be a cheerleader for me more than I am. Right? Yeah. Because instead of being a critic, we need to be cheerleaders. That's not to say that we walk around thinking that everything that we do is wonderful and that we poop rainbows and, you know, that, that we're, we're, you know, we're just, 
With the bee's knees. With the bee's knees. I wanted to say another word, but again, trying to stay family friendly. But it means that... All that and a bag of chips. All that and a bag of chips? Oh, now I'm hungry. Okay. Um, it's... Well, why don't you be nice to yourself and go get some chips? <laughs> Maybe I will later. I think that if we're, if we're truly doing our, our children a service and each other a service, that... We need to support and, 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 you know, bolster the fact that we, we got to be nicer to ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, so. I sounded so unenthusiastic. I know. I was like, wow. So convincing there. (laughs) I know, right? No, it does need to happen. It really does. It's just so much harder. Yeah. What, what? Why aren't we doing it? Well, I can only speak from personal. Well, that's that's the source I was looking for. But it's a struggle. Like, struggle's real. Most, like, when I was in my teenage years, like, oh my gosh. Oh my I just Lord. noticed how long, how much I'm saying like. Oh so. boy, here we go. You gotta cut that out. Here we go. When I was, especially a teenager, doing, doing, well, I can English too. Wow. Way to go, Megan. No. It's okay, Megan. Mistakes happen. There you go. Uh, was that convincing? <laughs> no, um, no, not at all. When I became of the age where looks and personality and all that kind of stuff started mattering. What do you think? What age was that? Oh, Vajivino. Um Was it in, in, in elementary school? Was it in junior high? I mean, I thought, I think it started earlier for me because of... This one comment, this one child said to me on a random day when I was in preschool that has forever lodged in my brain. Yep. I know this story. <laughs> Everyone who knows me knows this story. Well, but tell our listeners if, you, if you're if you open to it. The first comment I remember ever hearing about my parents in any sort of way right. was when I, me and some kids in my preschool after school daycare i believe that's what it was uh we're playing i don't remember where we're playing all i viscerally remember is a kid looking at me and calling me a fat pig yeah and that began a that stuck with you right i mean that, that you, you said it yourself that then. meant nothing to me and i Became completely healthy and have no self-worth issues <laughs> at all. But that lodged, that lodged in your brain. That right? lodged in my brain. That is literally one of my earliest memories, right. which sucks. It does suck. It's, it but, sucks because I, I think, here's the thing. Here's the reality, right? Oh, no. That little kid who said that to you immediately forgot that he said that to you. Yes. Right? Immediately forgot that because he just went on playing. Yes. You know, and and had no concept of the fact that he just put something in your head uh-huh. and what long-term effects that was going to have on you. <laughs> yeah. So I can't even sit here and say, oh, bad kid. He was just being a kid. Yeah. I mean, we think of the things that we say each and every day to each other. Yeah. And... You know, we may just have a throwaway comment that lodges in somebody's brain. Yeah. And just sits there and festers. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's insane to think about. 
Like, I'm starting to wonder, like, if I ever said anything that, like... Mm, uh, undoubtedly, you did. I mean, without a doubt. I really hope it's for the good or else... No. I'm... Undoubtedly, you said something that has stuck in somebody's brain in a... Negative way. In a negative way. And it's not your fault. No. Right? And it's not their fault. This, this is the thing. This is not a, a blame game situation. It is perceptions. It's perceptions. Yeah. Right? And where he said that, and again, for him, it was a throwaway comment, and he went on with his life mm-hmm. and thought not, gave it no second thought whatsoever. Even if he was an adult, he would probably have given it no second thought whatsoever. Hopefully he would have. But as a child, a preschooler, yeah. he gave it no second thought. It was a... It was like a reflex. I don't even know his name. I just know right. what he said. You know what he said. And that stuck, right? And that, like I say, it sat there and festered mm-hmm. because in your internal dialogue, you accepted that as truth. Yeah, I think I did because I've always been bigger. Like I've always, I don't want to say I've had an issue with food, but I've always had an issue with food. <laughs> so why don't you want to say it? You have a you have a unhealthy relationship with food. I have a very unhealthy relationship with food, which has led me down paths I am not proud of. But you know, you learn, you grow, supposedly, and you get better. Is what I've been told in therapy. It gets better. It does. But what I really think solidified that moment, like perhaps in my little brain, that moment would have been forgotten. Right. But what solidified it was the fact that. Throughout school, from the time I was a preschooler, the time I got out of school, no one seemed to be able to look past my weight. Right. And, you know, kids, kids can be mean. Kids, yes, kids can. And this is where I... People can be mean. I I pause because... Kids can say hurtful things. There you go. Like I said, I don't I don't know that... He, I have no idea what his intent was. Right. I have no um, idea what any of their intent was. I don't know if and he was meaning to cut or if he was, again, just saying was mm-hmm. something that he had heard mm-hmm. or seen or uh, it was parodying behavior that yeah. he, you know. Um, and we live in a state where there's a lot of like dancers, a lot of gymnasts. Yeah. A lot of people, like active people. And to be fair, I was never active. Sports and me do not get along. And <laughs> uh, well, so you did gymnastics and cheerleading for a I little did, bit. I did, but Dance. I don't even know if that really helped with my weight ever. I don't um, remember. It, it helped with your health. And that's the thing. You have, growing up as a child, you were not unhealthy. No. Right. Uh, you You were a healthy kid and you were just on the bigger side. Right. Yeah. And um, part, you know, part of that was your relationship with food. Um, but part of that was also genetics. Welcome to the gene pool. Thank you. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> but so. So that again, that that stuck with you. That started that that got incorporated. Into that is your... what got the ball rolling. And eventually that ball. Right. Wasn't just about how I looked or anything. It was became the fact that I and I'm still working on this but the continuous thought running through my head is 
and I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I might be taking the explicit tag out. It's okay. You're a fucking piece of shit. That's... You are not good enough. That's harsh. If you were to just disappear in the middle of the night and, like, your entire existence was erased, no one would miss you. Mm. Everyone would be much better off. So... I'm a disappointment. I'm a screw-up. So was that seed... Is that what blossomed? What is that? What this blossom into? That is what this has blossomed into. Interesting. It's still, I still hate looking in the mirror. Right. Because I'm fat. It. These are my thoughts. I really don't like doing anything academic because if I get anything less than an A in my mind, I'm an idiot. Right. If I do something that upsets. Authority. <laughs> I am a troublemaker. I'm a rebel. Not even a rebel. A it's criminal. A, I yeah, basically. <laughs> if I do anything that disappoints my parents, and this is still something that is with me to today, and I have a theory for that. If I do anything to disappoint my parents, it's only a matter of time before they leave me behind. Because right. I've done the worst thing I could ever do. Right. And I wonder if my, let's call it what it is, my my unhealthy need to always have your and mom's approval. Right. I wonder if that comes from the fact that you guys were basically my only source of approval. Well, we, I think we were your, your only source of, and again, this is, I know that we've done some damage to you, right? I mean, you don't raise, you don't raise kids. In this day and age. And not F them up somehow. And not screw them up somehow, right? Because again, we, we parenting, there's no manual for it. Uh, there are classes you can go take and there are books you can read and there are, uh, you know, there are advice columns you can, re- you know, subscribe to. Mm-hmm. But reality is you do the best you can with what you got. And yeah. if you come, you know, there's a saying, hurt people, hurt people. So if you come from a, a place of, an unhealthy relationship with your parents. Yes. Even though you sit there and you say, I'm never going to do what my parents did. I'm not going to screw my kids up. And I'm, I'm going to be completely different than it's what, you know? Yes. Right. It's, it's so when you're in that, (laughs) when you're in that moment, when you're like, I've got to do something, I've got to say something I've got, you go with what, you know, and not, and that's not always the best thing. Yeah. Right. And so, Again, I'm not ex- excusing. Uh, I take accountability for the fact that I I know I've said things to you or not said things to you or <laughs> done things, you know, stepped in or not stepped in when I should have or should have not. Mm-hmm. And it's had an impact. That all said, and that, that I stipulate to that, um, I think for when you look at the the world... We were we were definitely on the positive side of the spectrum. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Like, because if you ask me a certain thing that you guys did that after me up, I can't think of anything. Oh well, I have no doubt that they're there. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think your 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 professionals could help you uncover some of that. I mean my um, professionals have. So But it it's that thing of like, you know, the professionals tell you your parents did X, Y, and Z, but when in your mind, your parents are on a pedestal. Right. 
They well, haven't done a thing wrong. And there's a there's part of the problem as well. Exactly. Because right? you put them, I put you, you put your on parents on, on a pedestal. I'm trying to knock that down. They are above you. That means, you know. I'm trying to realize it's okay if I do things without asking for your permission first. Right. Because you're a grown ass woman. <laughs> uh, Am I? Yes, you are. So. Yes. Um, anyway, um, back to the topic of self-love. Back to the topic of self-love. So part of that, and I think I, I can't remember what age you were. But I have a very vivid memory of, of literally grabbing you by the shoulders and walking you to the bathroom door where the mirror was and, and saying, what do you say to that person that you're looking at? Mm-hmm. You know, and having you say some really things that broke my heart, right? Because I don't remember what those things are. Uh, you know, basically what you've just been saying, right? I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't. I don't like the person. I don't love the person that's looking back at me. Let me guess. I also started crying when I looked in the mirror. Yes, she did. Oh, of course. Right? And, you know, my the lesson that I was trying to impart in a very clumsy way <laughs> uh, was that, you know, this per- there's one person in this world that you cannot get away from. And that that's is yourself. Your, that's yourself. Right? And so mm-hmm. uh, if you don't have a positive self-image and it doesn't have to be like, I'm amazing and I'm wonderful. Yeah. But being but able to, you know, look in the mirror and not cry because you hate the person. Right. Staring back it's, at it's, you. it's one, one click past middle on the spectrum. Yes. Right. It's that one click that says I go, I go from, I'm not good enough to, Hey, I am good enough. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. Doesn't mean I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. It means I'm good enough. Yeah. That one click that says I'm not pretty to, Hey, you know what? I look pretty good today. Yes. Doesn't mean I'm going to go walk down a catwalk. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean I'm going to, you know, step outside and there's going to be paparazzi. Yeah. It's, I look pretty good today. Yes. Right. Um, it's that one click past middle. Yes. That if you can do that and even if it's saying it to yourself and not believing it. Yeah. Eventually it will take root. It will, it will strangle the block that the flower that's there. Yeah. And, blo- you know, and blossom. Oh, I agree. And, and I, the most frustrating thing as a parent. Is hearing your child say they hate themselves. Yep. Because I can sit here all day. Yes. All freaking day. Mm-hmm. But the fact. internal monologue that you have running in your head. Yes. Is louder than my voice. Yes. And my boyfriend is doing something really annoying about it. What's he doing? What's, what's D-Snugs doing? D-Snugs. Oh, D-Snugs. Um, so, with him having been with me for as long as he has, right. he has undoubtedly been privy to the darkest parts of my mind. Yeah, he has seen all of you. He has seen all of me. And that is great, but it's also not great because now he's trying to make me do something about it. And <laughs> what if I don't want to? D-Snugs. Anyway. <laughs> It was like he was in the room. Yeah, I know, that was right? Amazing. Um, first, I would like to say that my boyfriend is not controlling. <laughs> he is not making me do things. He is perfectly wonderful, and I can consent to everything. That. I can vouch for that. Yeah, he's kind of amazing. He is kind of amazing. Mm. Okay, back to angry. But back. Um, <laughs> so we have this whiteboard on our fridge. Okay, and he will write on there like. Things for me to do. Right. Like whether it's, hey, uh, remind me to do this or make sure the, make sure you clean the front room or make sure you do a 
two loads of laundry today. Right. It's the it's the honey do list. It is. And at like this has just started recently, but for the past few weeks, the one thing on that list that never changes at the very bottom is tell yourself you're worthy of love and that you're worth basically everything. Right. And he makes me do it. Good. Yes. But I'm still having I'm still at the point where it's really hard to say it out loud, so sometimes I'll just write it down and show it to him. I'll text it to him. Okay. But, but that that is progress. Yeah. Right? And that that's important because that what that does, mm-hmm. and I, this is what I'm learning. Again, I'm I'm not an expert here. I'm definitely not a, a mental health expert. These are I'm a me- expert on my mental health. These are things that I'm learning as I'm as I've been in uh, therapy for mm-hmm. a, a little bit here. I've been working with a life coach. Um, and you know, it's, I will look back on this time and know that this was probably the hardest period of my life and the most consequential and transformative period of my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've been, you know, I've been <laughs> a lifelong critic of myself. Yes. And, just recently, just recently, have started, you know, taking my own advice. And I know <laughs> it's, it's hard. so easy to give advice, but so hard to take so, it. Absolutely. And I know it's hard because it is hard. And my, my vehicles are, I open up the voice recorder on my phone and just make a journal entry. And, um, or I... I Write it down, but really, I, I I like the voice better because then I can go back and listen to it. Yeah, and it's like I'm writing a letter to myself, right? And it's it's a love letter to myself, and it's hey, you've got to again, you 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 are your own. You can either be your own best cheerleader or your own worst critic, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing to be a cheerleader because there are plenty of critics out there. Oh, believe me. Right. No. The little boys on playgrounds. It wasn't a playground. It was a classroom. Okay. Little boys in classrooms. There's there's plenty of people that will say things and not give a second thought for the impact that it has. Not because they're terrible people. Not because, just because they'll say something and they will move on with their life. And that can either pass through you or it can stick like, you know, stick it across and start to fester. And that's going to happen. Yeah. And so again, the antidote, the way to inoculate yourself from that virus. Another like 25 cent word. What is the, what is it like? $25 word? 25 cent word. 25 cent word. $25 okay. word would be, I have, ooh. Uh, Knowing existential, the word that has no vowels no, what is it? in it. Oh, crap. I'll come up with it. But um, there's a, a word that has like eight syllables. It's amazing. Um, English. English. It's a great language. <laughs> it's not confusing at all. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking I need to go learn a second language, but I'm like, I've already learned like one of the hardest languages, English. So, yeah. Because uh, I'll, I'll we have it. no structure. <laughs> oh, we have, we have structure, but the rules are, eh, they're more, they're, they're kind of suggestions. <laughs> right. Ugh. Okay. Um, anyway. Anyway, back to topic because we're both easily. Uh, diver- or, uh, ADD for ADD. the win. <laughs> Easily uh, taken off time. What is the what's the word? Distracted. Like Distract. Wow, that was hard to say. Uh, distracted. Yes. So um, 
where was You're I? So, so my point, my point is that just recently started doing this. I can, I can absolutely support um, that it's hard. It's not easy. No. Um, but it is so worth it because it it allows you to it allows you to to put some armor on, right? It allows you to 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 take those arrows and not have them not have them pierce, right? Um, and I hope that for you. I hope that for my other daughter Kylie. I hope that for my wife. I hope that for my grandson. I hope that for everybody on this planet that they could put some armor on because uh, with, with uh, you know, doing this work that I'm doing, I've also been listening to a lot of, um, so there's this app called Clubhouse. I don't know if you've heard of it. Haven't. So what Clubhouse is, is it's a social network, but it's, it's basically a virtual meeting room using your voice. Right, so okay. you create a room. So it's a voice chat, basically. It's a voice chat, absolutely. But they have, you know, you create a topic and you have presenters and moderators and you have, quote, quote, the stage that people are on and they get a chance to speak. They get, you know, the talking stick and they get a chance to speak. Mm-hmm. And then you have an audience that listens and uh, it's pretty interesting. And and it's, I've been listening to a lot uh, of it lately, especially around uh, the Meghan and Harry thing, right? The, 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 and it's amazing to me um, how many people are just, you know, they're, 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 I don't believe intentionally rude or intentionally obtuse. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of obtuse people out there mm-hmm. who say things that you're like, did you just really say that? Yeah. And, you know. Thankfully, there are people in the room that are like, hey, I'm going to call you out on that. Good. Um, because it, and, and they do it in a way that is is non-confrontational. It's like, I'm not going to say, you're an evil person for saying that, or you're a terrible person. I'm going to say, boy, that, that, that sounded to me like you said. Yes. Is that what you're meaning? Uh-huh. And give the person a chance to say, oh, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. Right? Because yeah. we all say things that can be misconstrued. Oh, yes. I know I have. I know oh, I definitely have. have. So if we get a chance to clear the air, but often we don't get that chance. We have no. but one chance. And I don't want any, I'm not proposing that we walk around and, you know, be guarded in our words. We have... I guess what it boils down to is think of what you say before you say what you think, right? Or more plainly, can you say what you want to say? Absolutely. Should you say what you want to say? Maybe not. Or maybe not right now. Yeah. Right. Um, And that's the same thing internally with your internal dialogue. Can you put yourself down? Absolutely. Should you put yourself down? No. Yes. No. Mm-mm. We'll argue about this at ad nauseum. Good luck. <laughs> I am stubborn. <laughs> yeah. So for our listening audience, I'm going to tell you a little story about Megan. Um, Megan growing like up. story time. As a child, she. As many people do. Yeah. As many people do. <laughs> um, did you know that every serial killer was a baby? Did you know 100% of people who breathe air die? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Fun 
facts. Fun facts. Fun <laughs> facts. So grow, uh, when she was probably, you know, 18 months old, uh, Megan created a language called Meganese. <laughs> I've heard stories. Um, in fact, I think we have this on video. I'm not sure. But, well, if you do, I need to see this because yeah, I've uh, heard tales. The tale is, and you know, the, the eyewitness account of this is <laughs> uh, Megan from a very early age was also very stubborn and very opinionated. And she let your opinions, she let her opinions known in a language that nobody but her understood. <laughs> and I once watched her dress, you know, dress down my wife for like five minutes. <laughs> And you were intense. You were saying words. You were giving your mom the business. And all we could do is just sit there. Because the visual is grown woman, 18-month-old Megan, you know, barely standing, maybe, you know, a foot and a half off the deck with her little finger pointed at my wife, just going at her. And I'm sitting here watching this happen, and I'm trying not to laugh because that just seems to make you make, made you more upset. And I was sure Wasn't did mom not laughing. I know she was she was doing her best not to, but every so often a chortle would would escape. But I knew that I did not want to get in the middle because I didn't want that little finger pointed my way. Um, so you know, Meganese was a thing, and I think you you know you carried on Meganese for well until you started using English, <laughs> uh, and we once tried to get you to translate because again, like I think we had you on video, so we played it for you. Like, hey, what? And you're like, I don't know. I mean, you were like three or four years old when we showed it to you or something. Maybe I'm having a false memory. I don't know. But um, the second story is about you being stubborn. Um, oh. <laughs> you were the kind of child that when we would say, hey, Megan, don't do that. You would look us in the face <laughs> with a smile on your face and you would do it. <laughs> so you're saying I was a cat. You absolutely. Because you're like, I think in your mind, you're like, that's eh, worth it. I'll, I'll do the time. Because <laughs> you knew what was coming. You knew timeout was happening. And I was also the child that fell asleep in timeout. Yes. Yeah. yeah ch- well, my timeout. sister is the one who would put herself in timeout. I took nap time. Timeout was a was did not have an effect. It was your, you know, it was your happy place. You didn't care about timeout. I was that a was tenacious not, little beast. Yeah, that, that was not a uh, a workable, uh, you know, discipline for oh. you. So, anyhow, um, so let's kind of wrap this up. We're we're getting you know a little bit, uh, uh, you know, towards the edge of the of uh, uh, the episode here. But um, the last thing I want to do is is come on and, and sound preachy, right? Um, I just feel it's very important. As I'm making discoveries and I'm having epiphanies and I'm seeing things, um, I, I want to put it out there in the world that maybe it could help somebody else. Because uh, I know we all, we as the human condition, we all struggle with the perception of self. And I don't think that there's a person out there that doesn't have a time when they sit there and think, I'm not good enough, or I'm not, I'm not something. Um, and man, we just got to be nicer to ourselves. Cause like I said, there are plenty of people in this world that are ready, willing, and able to tear us down. You shouldn't be one of them. No, especially not to yourself. No, especially not to yourself. Now, is it easy? No, it's oh, not Oh, it's one of the hardest things you will do. It is. It's, it is absolutely. And like I said, I am just beginning 
on my journey around this. Uh, I'll let you know how it goes. I by no means am am proficient at this. I'm I'm just new segment learning. for the podcast. Love yes. yourself. Love segment. Yourself. <laughs> segment. Um, so, anyway, as I mentioned uh, earlier on, uh, you know, the reason I'm in therapy right now, the reason I'm I'm kind of on this journey of of upgrading the 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 operating system that is Wade. Um, is, you know, some things have happened to our family in the last six months, and which we're going to get into. It's just getting people ready to talk about it, right? Because it's it's going to be a larger discussion besides just Megan and I. I'm going to be inviting my wife and my other daughter uh, into the conversation because it's really my other daughter's story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and she needs to be ready to tell it. And right now she's not. So I, I don't mean to tease. That's not what this is. But it is just letting you know that we will be talking about topics like suicide um, and mental health issues, um, abuse, abuse, domestic violence. Um, you know, th- these are going to be topics that we're going to be covering. And, uh, you know, I just want to make sure I put that out there. So there's fair warning. Um, Cause the last thing I want to do is put an episode out that triggers somebody um, and causes harm because that's not what we're here to do. Um, so anyway, with, with that, uh, Megan, how can our listening audience communicate with us? Well, we have a few ways. We have a Facebook. A Facebook? Yeah, Gen Gab Cast on Facebook. Just, you know, like the group. Talk to us, please. We're so lonely. <laughs> it's um, lonely in here. It's lonely in here. We have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter. You can tweet us. You can tweet us. And please don't yell at us on Twitter. Because that's mean. <laughs> but, you know, creative use of emojis is always welcome. Oh, yes. Please make an entire comment just out of emojis and we'll see if we can guess it. <laughs> That'll be fun. That would be so much fun. We also have an email. We info do. at gengabcast.com where if, you know, you're too hip for the tweets and <laughs> wow. too um, woke for the Facebook. Wow. Maybe, you know, email might be the way to go. Maybe. Nothing... Nothing says, you know, no. I'm a rebel like Ninja Backstab at Hotmail.org. Oh, Hotmail. Hotmail.org. Okay. You tried. I it, tried. It was a valiant effort. But um, I guarantee someone has the email of Ninja Backstab at Hotmail.com. Yes, I probably. Do you know of this person or are you just guess? I don't know. But it, it seems like a random word salad that somebody's It sounds chosen. like a 13-year-old boy thought, this is the coolest thing Ninja ever. Ninja backstab. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So um, let's talk about the podcast for a moment. How to get the podcast. Well, um, hold on. We, yes. What? 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 Hey, wait. Hey. Let's talk about the podcast. Let's talk about the podcast. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. I would love how to can, talk about the how podcast. How can people who might, you know... Want to listen to our melodious voices? Mm-hmm. Melodious. So smooth. <laughs> like butter. <laughs> anyway. How can they find us? Well, since you asked, Megan, uh, they can find us where all podcasts or all, uh, you know, B-grade podcasts uh, live, such as Apple and Google and Stitcher and Spotify. We're, a, we're in all the places. Should they subscribe to us? Um, only if they're cool. Only if they, ooh, only if they want to be like, you know, cool kid. Yeah. Okay, that was really bad. Do you um, want to be B-grade like not, us? I'm not sure what I was trying like to Like us. Oh, 
Okay. Share so, us. Subscribe. Subscribe yes. to us. And you too can be barely below an A. <laughs> B grade. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that, that, that's something I want to want to really put out there is the sharing. Um, we are, we're, you know, we're seeing our audience grow week after week. It's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. I love it that, uh, you know, that we're, we're having an opportunity to, you know, be in people's ears. Um, and hopefully we're doing some that good. sounds really weird. I know it does. Uh, <laughs> we'd love to, you know, get more people listening to us. Um, uh, cause I'm just going to be honest. I mean, eventually I love to do this full time. This would, this would be an awesome way to spend my days, uh, you know, working with my daughter, Hi. um, you know, expanding, uh, our fledgling podcast network, B grade media. Um, I would love to this, for this to be something more than a passion project. So with oh, that, 100%. if with that in mind, you know, we know we need to we need to do self-promotion and marketing and all this, you know, go viral. So we're going to think up something really stupid to do so we can go viral. Cause that oh, I seems have a to lot be... of stupid ideas. <laughs> she, she really does. Uh, but anyway, share us, right? If you think uh, somebody needs to hear this message about being kind to yourself, about, you know, getting, you know, letting yourself off the hook, please share this with them. Um, you know, we want to, we want to get, get uh, into as many, I won't say get into as many people's ears as we can, because that's just sounds nope, so bad. Nope, you started it. You got to follow just through. So bad. You oh got to follow through. Okay. We want to get deep in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That, that was. The only thing your ears will need is us. That was uncomfortable. Um, so let's see. Talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think we're, we're done now. Uh, <laughs> so with that. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. I challenge each of you that listen to us to say three nice things about yourself in the mirror. Nice. And remember that you're a part of this family. We love you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time.